Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time, right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, right around the country, 49 stations and on the brand new listener app. This is an absolute treat because we get to welcome back to the show one of our first ever guests. Incredible career who you will probably know from many things. One being the Jezebel's incredible solo career. You know, we've been spinning all these songs. those high notes for the drip. Would you throw a diamond and playing and we're doing this. Singing with Scott Darlow on Deadly Heart is an absolute treat to welcome back to Homegrown. Hayley Mary, good to see you. Wow, thank you so much. I just want to hang out with you all the time. Uh, you, you can be more than welcome. <laughs> we got this studio book welcome. for two hours. <laughs> I've never heard Diamond without the F word in it. I was like, oh, oh really? So edit. that's a cut. Wow, yeah, totally. Oh, right. Well, I don't sing it like that, do yeah, I? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Good to see you. Thank you for uh, having me. Married now. I saw the pictures oh, yeah. across the socials. That looked like a really fun day. It was the best day ever. Actually, nailed it. Yeah. How are your nerves like leading up to it? Do you know what? I just treated it like a show. So I was a bit nervous because I just wanted everything to be organized, but no, I just was like, this, we're actually pretty good at this kind of thing. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. And of course, your <laughs> husband. got a run sheet and everything. <laughs> <laughs> your husband now, of course, is Johnny from DMAs, who we had in. And I remember there was one post that you might have put on your socials and we were talking about it. And it was just like, look after him, boys, right before oh, his Bucks yeah, night. Oh, yeah, the Bucks night. Yeah. Yes. But they. Actually, we're very civilized. He oh, yeah. came and hung out with me after it. Like, oh, cute. We did the same, actually. It was like at 1 a.m. or something. I, sp- I don't know if you're supposed to do that. but No, no, no. There are no rules anymore. There aren't, are there? No. It's great. Well, it's good to have you back. Like I said, you were one of the first ever guests when, uh, when I launched this show back yeah. in, uh, yeah, I don't know. A couple maybe of like, years. Yeah, a couple Please. of years. Yeah, well, lucky me. I didn't realize that. No, it's good to have you back. So what's, what else is going on? Obviously, there's a lot happening uh, with some shows that you've got coming up, but you've been doing some writing as well. I am. Yeah, technically, I'm writing my first album because I was supposed to do an album, but COVID just kept happening. So I made it into three EPs. Yeah. So everything I've done before, which thank you very much for playing. You're welcome. Is, um, is just of those three EPs. And I've had a bit of a break since nice. just trying to create like a... a album that's a piece of work you know yeah, which takes course. a lot of sculpting and and attention and also I got married and did a few other things <laughs> yeah. but um yeah and, and I'm doing this Tommy tour speaking of albums that yeah. are incredible um opuses and let's talk who you're doing it with <laughs> I'm doing you're not. the one and only you are mine one of the best live bands we've got and of course, what you're doing. You're teaming up to do the Who's Tommy and Sarah McLeod as well. Yes, that's going to be a massive team. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. I don't know Sarah, 
we've, we've met once. Oh, really? But I hear she is an energy to be reckoned with. Oh, so, so I'm very fun. excited to get to know her and, you know, sing together. I obviously know the Super Jesus, um, but yeah, I'm mm. looking forward to get, getting to know her. Is, so, how many, how far into it are you as far as like rehearsals? We're, you and... know, we've done a bit of rehearsals. I'm going up to Sydney to rehearse again. We, all the songs are decided. Now, I just, oh, I just cool. dragged my mum around Melbourne finding um, vintage outfits for the wardrobe. I was like, I'm let's, just going full musical theatre on this. Let's talk about that because yeah. that is a big part of it, yeah. of course, the well, theatrical production of this. Yeah, show. you could go just straight up rock and roll if you wanted, but yeah. I just feel. I've got the zeal of a convert with this album because I didn't actually grow up listening to it. Mm. And you and I called up and said, do you want to tour with us? And I thought they were inviting me to support them. And I was like, finally. Oh. And then <laughs> yeah. they were like, we're going to do Tommy and you're going to sing with it with us. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah that'll, yeah, that'll do. And then I went in and listened to this record and I was like, whoa. Yeah. I forgot that albums used to be masterpieces. Yeah. And double albums too. <laughs> yeah. It's like 24 tracks and... Hence, I don't think there is going to be a support because that would be like a five-hour show. Yeah. Um, but it's incredible and it's just so in-depth. And it's, it's Obviously, it's a great pop album and they were a great pop band up mm. until then, but this is like really ambitiously taking on the, the opera form and yeah. dealing with themes of real depth and darkness that I didn't even realize were in it. So it's pretty amazing to sink your teeth into. So yeah, I'm getting into into character for a few things and yeah, nice. diving in. Cool. So sort of influenced by Tim Rogers, who loves a bit of uh, musical theater. Yeah. Yeah. How cool is it fun. to like um, visit an iconic album that you're not really across? Not to say that you don't like it, but you're discovering it for the first time. When you're a bit older in your kind of musical career as well? I think that's the most exciting part. Like every time, at first I listened to it and I was like, what is this? And then I kept digging and I was like, wow, okay, I see what this is. There's characters in there that are horrific and do horrific things to this little boy. Mm. And then there's, it's like, there's a cult sort of leader situation going on and yeah authoritarian doctors and all this amazing stuff that like the, the writers of the who it's given me an amazingly like solid appreciation for them as a band more than I, you yeah. know, they were just in the background growing up obviously. And you knew they were great, mm. but delving in, I'm like, okay, these guys are actually geniuses. There's nothing that's off um, limits. Yeah. In the who song, the way yeah. they write and the way Pete Townsend puts his like his own abuses a child into this. Yeah. Amazing album. And then somehow it's also about a pinball wizard. Mm. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It, it's crazy to go that yeah, in depth. It's an epic. <laughs> when, you, when you're listening to it, are you kind of thinking about the way that you're going to perform? Like, you're, like do you, is it clear what you're doing? Like, yeah. So because the songs are written like an opera, yeah. um, there are characters and, and most of the songs, oh, there's a couple of them that are like a neutral narrator voice, but most of the songs are from the perspective of a very specific and poignant character. Mm. So, you know, you've got your acid queen and uncle Ernie and the cousin Kevin and Tommy himself mm. and the mother and the stepfather and all these people. What's it like um, kind of listening to an album, discovering it for the first time and then knowing that you're going to perform it with a band like you or I? Yeah. To be honest with you, I do feel like a bit of an imposter. Um, so please don't boo no, me no, no, if you're no. going to come to this onto the stage <laughs> no, no, because I'm coming like a, I feel like a little bit of a teenager, like oh, you know, discovering it for the first time. Mm. Um, which I think is actually it's been a long time since I've actually felt like that about music because you know that's one of those things that you feel like as a teenager, mm. you know, like really excited by something that yeah. you've been exposed to. Yeah. Whereas now it's like everything's there and you just kind of look for what you want. But being exposed to something like yeah. out of the blue like this, they were like, you want to perform this? 
And I was like, I don't really know it. Let yeah. me dig in. And I was like, it, it actually, to be honest with you, I was in a bit of a, you know, not a lull, but, you know, a little bit. Sometimes you go in and out of love with music. Yeah, totally. And it's actually really got me inspired again and writing again and all these how, things. So how good. Zeal of a child. Well, it's like, with it. it's like that thing, isn't it? Like when you're a musician, like you never get your first gig again. You no. never get your first EP yeah. launch again. And I, maybe they're the most exciting times, aren't they? They are. They are. I mean, you can never recreate. Youth is, youth is wasted on the young, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm getting a bit of a burst of youth from, from discovering this amazing album and like just inspiring me as to what an album can be. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like it's so... Yeah, what what an amazing thing to look back on, you know, when you're writing and kind of looking back at this record that you'll release when you do that, you know, listening to an album like that that inspired so many musicians at the time, like all these years later, and you're doing it with your, it's like a pretty special yeah, thing. Yeah, it's actually lucky. Because I, I think in a lot of ways for new artists, there is a drive to serve the algorithm, right? And to like, sometimes to create content. <laughs> oh, and content's time. fine for like Instagram and all that stuff. But sometimes you find like you're like music, some music can start to sound like content because it's quick or it's, you know, it's been just pumped out to serve the sound of the time or whatever. And I, I occasionally find myself being pulled by, you know, no one's evilly trying to do it, but industry people or, you know, just the flow of the time, pulling yourself towards creating content and keeping up with the algorithm monster. And I was feeling that a little bit on my album and I was like, partly from getting into this album by Tommy yeah. going, no, no, I'm going to take my time and make something that when I'm 50 or 80, I can yeah. sit back on and go, no, there's layers to that. I made it good. I want it to stand on its own, regardless of whether it serves the algorithm or gets the hype yeah. of the day. I just wanted something that I'm proud of. I'm I'm kind of at that stage in my career where I just, I'm not going to be fooled by, yeah. you know, these mechanisms of, um, yeah. you got to do that. You got to do yeah. that. It's like, you you're saying a different thing last year, you know, I'm not yeah. going to try and keep up with the. Yeah, totally. And I guess when you listen to an album like Tommy's, like all the musicians had to do back then was to be creative and write. Now you're a musician. You've got to do you're all this other You're a media mogul as well. Yeah. You <laughs> kind of forget about what you kind of got in it for, you know? Yes, exactly. So that's, I think, a really good thing about listening to an album like that, making you take the time and remember what these things are. You know, it's really just an exposure of someone's story and yeah. told creatively. Yeah. Another fun part about this is like, obviously like the re rehearsing and putting the production together, but let's talk about some of these venues that you're playing, you know, Fortitude Music Hall in Brizzy, uh, Civic Theatre in Newcastle, the Enmore in Sydney, like the Palais in Melbourne to like take a show like this and then just go bang. We're at these kind of, that's going to make it so much more special too. And yeah. so much more nerve wracking before. What's the first one in Caloundra? Caloundra. Yes. Yeah. I, oh, Queensland. I love you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I... The word that I've overused in talking about this tour is just audacious. Like doing it's audacious, writing it was audacious, everything about it is audacious. The characters mm. are audacious. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it would only be right to do it in theatres. Nice. Yeah. And it and starts soon. As well. Yeah, next week. Yeah. Yeah. So how ready is the show? I, I reckon we're about 85% nice. ready. But there's this magical thing that happens with the stage, as you're aware yourself, somehow you're just suddenly ready <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like a whole yeah. uh, sort of another dimension that kind of takes over and it just has to be special and magical yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Well, you'd know from like uh, being a part of touring festivals as well, like one of the things apart from like playing and it's really awesome is that you really get to know the people and become quite close. Like 
how fun is that going to be? Like doing this tour that goes for, you know, about a month and you're hanging out with you and I, you know, yes. like, like oh, and Sarah McLeod, like that's hanging out, having dinner, checking in at the same time and like going out and yes, you know, partying. I'm, that's going to be. I'm very excited for it all. I mean, I, both, both of these acts, their reputations for being a little wild. Oh, you'll them. get it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, oh, I've got to keep my voice intact, people. It's yeah. just. Make sure, make sure we don't go too crazy, but I'm sure at some points during it, we'll, we'll have some bonding times. Yeah. And especially like, I, especially like thinking about the album, Tommy, like that would just be such a big album in people's lives as well. Like it's going to be weird, like doing this new thing that's new for you to like learn these songs and putting these together and then to look at the audience and they're going to know all the words to these songs. Like, I'm scared they'll cool. know them better than I do. Uh, that's and I, not look, a bad I thing. really have been, I do really respect this album, but that's the thing I'm the most scared of is going in and being like, this is your childhood. And I'm coming in like a novice and no, no, interpreting no, no. it in a way. Like I want to, want to do it justice, but also people have so many different versions and understandings of it in their heads. Like mm. some people love the movie. Some people hate the movie. You know, some people, there's actually even different ideas of what the story is like mm. who dies at the beginning is it the father or the stepfather mm. all these kinds of things because so, it's great it's complex and so yeah. people it means different things to different people uh, i was playing it to my mum the other day and she was a little bit traumatized by it and i oh, was really? like oops <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know it was quite pertinent to her and growing up in that era and i was yeah, like oops i don't want to be you know but i want to give it some humor as well so it's going to be an interesting we'll see yeah. see how people go but What's exciting about it is that it's just wild and it's like you don't get that much kind of wildness, wilderness, wildness, wildness. Um, in, in sort of showbiz these days, yeah, I don't totally. feel. So, yeah. yeah. And, and you get a chance to like meet the fans as well. They've got like uh, these VIP packages where you can like do meet and greets, uh, prime seating, photo opportunities too, uh, tour laminates. Hey. I didn't know about this. Yeah, so it's like it's, it's a full thing. So all these, you know, so you're going to meet some of these diehard fans as well while you're doing it. Oh, I'm sure they'll give me their thoughts. Oh, they'll <laughs> love you. They'll love you. I'm welcome. Feedback is welcome. Absolutely. And it's always, it's these things are so fun. And, uh, you know, finishing it off at the Asta in Perth is going to be a good way to yeah. kind of do the last show too. So I'm trying to convince, and I haven't told them this yet, but I've never, played, I've never played as Hayley Mary in Perth because it's always such a rigmarole to get the band over there. And I'm thinking of secretly trying to convince you and I to be my backing band and doing a secret Hayley Mary show over there, just yes. slipping it in there. Yeah, but I cool. just feel like we've got our hands full at the moment. I don't know when to tell them that that's my plan. No, that's all right. Do it at uh, Soundcheck when you've just got everything now. Do you like, hey, do you think you could learn? I've just got these chord charts. <laughs> yeah, I think you could do me a solid. <laughs> uh, you've got some other exciting stuff happening as well. You're playing. With, uh, with Tim Finn, who we had on the show quite recently. And uh, I didn't know this, but he let this one out. So if you need, like, a potential, I don't know, jump on stage with him, do a song, Ooh. check this out. Many, many years ago, when she was just exiting out of uh, Neighbours, she sent a message through Mushroom Records for me uh, asking if I would sing on Locomotion. And I couldn't do it at the time, and I could have been me, you know. Tim Finn and Kylie Minogue. So if you need a conversation start. <gasps> wow, maybe I feel like we should cover it together. Yeah. There you Ooh, go. what a tune. That yeah, was actually exactly. one of the first songs I learned in my little primary school band after music. Who was in the band? Oh, just talk, like talk seriously kids from like the community school around the corner. Like okay. it was just one of those, my parents are busy. I need to do some <laughs> yeah, extracurricular yeah. activity. <laughs> yeah. So I joined a band instead of doing sport. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, learn the locomotion. Nice. I'd love to. Yeah, wow. I'd love to hear, hear him sing that. Yeah, same here. It's easy, he would be good on that track. Like when yeah. you think about it, it's yeah. easy to picture him doing that. He should do that. Yeah. How do I reach out to him before the tour? So he's got. I've got his number. I've got his. I've got his. I've got his number. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is just going to have some shocks from me when they go into it. By the way, you're doing locomotion, and you're going to be my backing band. Done. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what else is coming up? I mean, like, this is so cool to do these two things in like kind of the next like two or three months, rest mm. of the year, just chill, just writing, working on the album. Finish the album. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then put out a single. I've done a bit of writing with Johnny as I always do, but I've done a little bit of writing with Louis from Confidence Man and oh, nice. a couple of other friends. So it's going to be a little bit of a different direction, this album. Um, not totally different, but yeah. I'm working with Lachlan Mitchell who produced the Jezebel stuff. So it's like got a slightly different nice. sound. Cool. But, um. But it's awesome, and it's a, yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, I'll put out some singles. But yeah. I can't, don't have any dates yet because I'm <laughs> okay. slow. That's all right. Watch this space. Yeah, it creating could... a piece of art. Hey, I'm starting a new segment here, and you're actually the first person that I'm going to try it on. So... Oh dear, I love being. No, well, you're one of our first ever guests. So I've, I figured <laughs> this is the best place to start. So what it's called is I haven't actually got a name for it, but so every artist that comes in has to have a question ready for the next next artist to answer. Oh. So to kick things off, because I this only come up with this idea. I had to reach out to an artist to ask you a question okay, so we right. could get things started. And my main man, Scotty Darlow. Oh, yes. Oh, dear. So Scott Darlow has <laughs> a question. In, <laughs> insert the question here. And uh, here is Scott Darlow. Okay, Maddie. So here's my question for Hayley Mary. Who, P.S., is Australia's Stevie Nicks but younger and cooler? <laughs> That's what I kept telling her. <laughs> Hayley, how have you found sobriety uh, as far as helping you as a songwriter and an artist? Have you found it's made a massive difference being sober and touring and writing and performing um, and what can you recommend about it? Wow, that's a great question. Yeah. So I dabble with sobriety. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not always sober. Yeah. But it did help clarify a lot of things. I, I've done lot, long stints of sobriety because I think you can fall into, um, again, that fake confidence thing. It sometimes doesn't work. Big time. Um, Absolutely. But, yeah. That's an interesting question. I reckon it's like made me a lot happier and made me a lot more confident and um, productive, able to get my life in order. Mm. And and therefore, you know, the music kind of has taken a, a better turn, I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it's not something that you're supposed to kind of image-wise. It doesn't go with the rock and roll thing. But mm. I think Patti Smith said a cool thing that made me think sobriety would be a good thing to dabble with on, on, at times, which is, you know, because she was in that kind of 70s world of like excess and people yeah. actually dying because they were going so far with their excess. And she said that you should live your art to excess but live your life moderately. And I thought, that's quite genius. Yeah, I like <laughs> um, that. Yeah, so channeling some of your extreme stuff into, your work rather than, you know, uh, abusing yourself too hard, yeah. I think. I mean, it's hard to, I mean, it, I'm sorry, it's quite easy to burn the candle at both ends, isn't Very. it, when you're touring and stuff? Yeah. Like, it's just an excess of everything. Yeah. I, I just don't have the ability psychologically to deal with yeah. uh, too many hangovers. They really get me. Yeah. And they're so. days long as you get a bit older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, nah. I just got to, yeah, but I do stints and I do like to, again, moderation. I, yeah. I was too extreme for a while and I didn't want to be too too much of a square because I do have a tendency to be a bit bit too conservative for the music industry at times. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Great okay, answer. Okay, cool. So. No, I, now I've got to think of a question so for someone I, else. So the next, the, the next people who are coming in are Busby Maru. Due out of Northern Queensland, which I know you know, they actually released an album on 
Friday. So they'll have a new album out. And, of course, they're from Rocky in the Northern Territory. So, Hayley Mary, you want to ask Busby Maru anything you want? Hey, it's Hayley Mary here. And my question for Busby Maru is, is Queensland actually the real life and the rest of us are living in a bubble? Because I kind of get the feeling something magic is going on up there. That is so good. <laughs> uh, while you're here, I, I've got you for one. I'm going to play one game with you. This is cool. On Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo, it's time for... Uh-oh, it's my party or dinner. Jules on the vocals out there. This is called... <laughs> she got the shock of her life. This is called Right Party Dinner. So I'm going to give you three artists completely at random. One you've got to write a song with. Two you're going to party with. Third you're going to take home for dinner. Okay, first act. So we got Chrissy, the Divinals. Yep, second, yep. second act is. Yeah, I'm Silver chair and your third act. Bon Jovi. So Divinals, Silver chair, Bon Jovi, right party dinner. Wow. Okay. My my gut feeling is I would write with Silver chair. Okay, I like that. Tunes. Yep. Uh, they all have tunes, but someone who understands that there's a fine line between pleasure and pain is probably who I'd like to party with. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, that I is... have to party with Chrissy. Yeah. And um, Bon Jovi, I'd, I would actually think, would have the most life experience, so I would have a dinner with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, he's the kind of guy that wants to lay you down in a bed of roses, so I <laughs> yeah. might have to have a little little moment yeah, there where nice. I fantasise about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, is Johnny no, a dinner? No. Yeah, no, definitely not. That was a, that was a joke, Johnny. Yeah, that was a joke. Uh, I definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for coming back, Hayley. I'm excited. We're going to go check out this show at the Palais uh, in Melbourne and then we're going to see you play with Tim Finn. It's going to be super exciting and can't wait for these shows. It's going to be great. Wonderful. Thank you.